This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 16th of June. Great news, Justin. Mm-hmm. Australian businesses are slowly starting to hire again. I like it. Advertised jobs went up 60% in the last Amazing. fortnight, according to Seek. Brett, more good news to yes. get the economy pumping again. Yeah. The Australian government and state governments are approving 15 major infrastructure projects. Cool. That's things like new rail lines, yeah. toll roads, cool. electricity grids, all the big stuff. All the good stuff. Three really, really good stories today. Justin. Let's do it. For our first, last week, Amazon not so quietly mm-hmm. launched a new online alcohol store in Australia. Amazon is getting their sticky fingers into <laughs> literally every single industry. So what's the story here? Amazon launched in Australia back in 2017 mm-hmm. to a lot of fear from the local retail industry. We know that when Amazon enters a market, they generally don't want a little slice. No, they don't. They want the whole shebang. <laughs> so now, Amazon's new online liquor store is selling all things beer, wine, and spirits. I'd imagine other players in the market aren't exactly thrilled. Yeah, well, this does mean Amazon is now competing with your old favourites like Dan Murphy. Like BWS and Liquorland. And of course, online alcohol delivery companies too. Not sure BWS was convincing anyone when they said, we welcome competition because <laughs> it will help us keep us at the top of our game for customers. Poor BWS. So what's the key learning here? Although Dan Murphy, BWS and the likes yeah. are pretty well established in Australia, there is serious reason for concern. Why is that? It's called the Amazon Affair. Tell me more. Amazon has introduced consumers to an almost completely no. seamless shopping process and super fast delivery and this is scary for local businesses because customers now expect the same experience Mm. whether they're in front of their computers or inside a shop for alcohol that'd be low prices and that'd be convenient and given lockdown over the last few months Mm -hmm. Aussies have been purchasing more online than ever before so the likes of Dan Murphy BWS and Liquorland are really going to have to step up their game in store to compensate for the Amazon effect for our second story Starbucks expects the pandemic to reduce sales by over over $4.5 billion for April to June. But Starbucks is doing something about it, launching a totally new Mm. style of cafe format. Interesting stuff. So what's the background here? In the past, Starbucks has always wanted to be the third place between your home and your work where you'd go to chill and relax. And drink coffee. But the pandemic has forced Starbucks to think again (laughs) about its business and its stores. Tell me more here. Starbucks is planning a big expansion of its pickup-only stores. As we know, this has worked very well for a little company Mm -hmm. named Domino's. And how will these new stores be different? It's literally a tiny store that has no seating for customers. What's interesting is that Starbucks initially planned for this to happen over the next three to five years. Next minute, Corona hits and all company plans are thrown <laughs> right out the window. And Starbucks is bringing the plan forward to right now. So what's the key learning here? Starbucks is so big and so international that its financial performance is considered an indication or a proxy for many industries. When Starbucks announced its drop in sales mm-hmm. and its acceleration of pickup only stores, the share prices of many other companies got hit badly. That's because Starbucks' numbers affect not only how investors assess the coffee industry and the food industry, but also how consumers are spending their money, especially at a time like right now. And what's most interesting is wondering what this change in consumer behavior might mean for the future. For our third and final story, the extremely up and down nature of the share market Mm -hmm. in recent months has resulted in a huge influx of share market speculators entering the investing Mm. game. This has been in the cases in Australia and around uh-huh. the world. So tell me, what's the story All right, here? Back in 2008, after we had the last major share market mm-hmm. crash, investing in shares was considered risky and definitely not cool. But get this, ASIC has come out and said that the coronavirus pandemic mm-hmm. has triggered more than three times the amount of everyday Aussies wow. opening up trading accounts compared to usual. Wow. And this is interesting. At a time when many of Australia's top professional investors mm-hmm. are reducing their investments in the share market, 
market, you've got everyday Aussies who just can't get enough. So what's the key learning here? The share market has been doing really well lately. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason why the share market could be doing so well at the moment is a theory called the boredom markets hypothesis. <laughs> you bored me already, Brett. But what is that? <laughs> it's basically the idea that the share market is being impacted by everyday people. These people aren't investing with a sophisticated investment approach. Nope, they're investing for entertainment purposes. Because they're bored. Or because they believe they can strike it rich fast. The more bored people are, the more they are spending time playing the share market. So it kind of makes sense, especially when other forms of entertainment like live sports, pubs and restaurants have been closed. As well as casinos and sports betting. Flux family, loved having you with us for What The Flux today. If you're loving the show, just remember to follow or subscribe. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.